from Dimension Z. Joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. And you're joining in person. I'm here. Yeah, look, I can touch Greg. <laughs> um, but today we are doing Shadow of the Vampire, which is a movie I've been wanting to see probably since middle school. Yeah, I've, I've known of this movie forever. This yeah. is the first time watched for me today. Um, maybe done by th through some sneaky means, but yeah, we finally <laughs> saw it. But you know what? It's never streaming on anything. I would have watched it the right yeah. way if I had the opportunity. You had to pay like $50 for a DVD, so yeah, I watched it the way we did. That's why I haven't seen it until recently, is because I would always be on the lookout at like great places like Ides and stuff. They have everything. They don't fucking have Shadow of the Vampire. But finally, I got to see this movie, and I'm so glad it wasn't one of those ones of... I've been waiting so long to see this, and it sucked. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to you as well. Yes, I'm 30. As of the... Right now, I'm still 29 as of recording, so fuck you, old Brett. Yeah, this comes out on your birthday. That's why we have the vampire double feature today. Even though we just did a vampire movie two episodes ago, but what Brett from Dimension Z once, apparently Brett gets, so here we are. I got my vampire, like, extreme feature like if we should have just gotten rid of the gate and put another one there so it just could have been four. Oh, so we, we can lose all of our listeners that yeah. don't want vampire movies we're doing another hammer movie a stuffy one <laughs> but yeah this was fun uh from the year 2000 dude i didn't know it was funny yeah like because i just knew what this movie was i didn't well, know what was gonna be funny i want to say yes it, it's extremely funny but it's not a comedy no but I didn't know I'd be laughing as much as I was. Oh, no, because it's 100% like Willem Dafoe playing a vampire who's playing an actor who's playing a vampire. Yeah, because remember when we did Nosferatu the vampire? And me and you were laughing so yeah. much. Like, just this creepy motherfucker creeping around and everything. <laughs> but that's the way he's playing it, the way me and you were laughing yeah. about it. So it makes me laugh. And this makes it even better because this is like in the real world. Yeah, this is very meta, yes. 100%. So if you don't know the story of... Shadow of the Vampire is it's the retelling of making Nosferatu from 1922 but in this case the vampire was real the right. cast didn't know it except for the director he basically hired a vampire to star in his movie about vampires because there's a great at the end and I know we'll go over it like completely at the end but where he goes like where did you find Max Shrek he's like I saw him in history books and like I read all about these like this great line of kings who were uh, fabled to be vampires. And then I had forgotten about it until I read Dracula, and it reminded me of it. And when he was location scouting, he just happened to find the vampire. <laughs> he was just stumbling upon a vampire. Oh, just, and him. Of just like, eh, how do you also, like, how do you explain movies? Because that's yeah. brand new. Yeah, because movies, this is takes place in the 1920s. Yeah. That's insane. Which we get some of them playing with that in this a little bit, too. Oh, yes. So, uh, you got some credits for me? Yeah, directed by Elias Hurag, uh, producer, Nicholas fucking Cage. Oh, yes. And when that popped up on the screen, I was like, great, look, he's, you're like, oh, shit. How poetic that he's going to be playing Dracula, too, this Yeah, season. and that uh, he's played a vampire before. Yes. One of the greatest ever, maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, written by Stephen Katz. Um, Elias Hurag is interesting because he did this movie called Begotten 
I've never seen it, but you've probably seen that picture before. Yes, I have. Of the woman, the black and white woman sitting in the sk- uh, chair screaming. Yes. He also did that, so it kind of makes sense that he would do yeah. Nosferatu black and white. Yeah. And speaking of credits, holy shit are these opening credits long, right? They were like ten minutes long! Yeah, the where, like, we've, I forget what kind of movie it was we discovered. Where, it was like, a German movie. Okay. It they, was Nosferatu, the vampire, the original. That's right. Well, the remake one. Where they love to put all of the credits at the very beginning. Yes. But it's also like, Nosferatu has a certain look to it, and it's that old school 20s look, and it's like all that architecture going on behind like the credits and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Once those are done, we get to Berlin in 1921, and F.W. Murray, F.W. Murray, right? Yes. Okay, he's, and you have a card come up, like a black and white film, and the story about the Stoker estate not letting, you know, exactly like it all went on. Not letting them make a Dracula, so they did their own guerrilla version of it, pretty much. They renamed the vampire uh, Count Orlock instead of Count Dracula, and it became Nosferatu instead of Dracula. Which I like how they play with the book in this. Yeah. Of, like, the vampire actually read it. <laughs> yes. And he's filming this lady Greta, play- Greta playing with a cat, and as soon as Cuts yelled, she's just this cranky, like, prima donna actress and everything. It's that great, like, opening of Nosferatu, where it's the kid, the, uh, the lady play with the little kitten, and it's like, oh, it's so great, and it's F.W. loved his flowers with the innocent women. Yes. Like, it was always, like, that's, like, a theme throughout all of his movies. Uh, a lot of them. Um... And then, like you said, as soon as it, uh, they do cut, it cuts from the black and white to, like, color. And it is, she's just immediately like, oh, fuck, where's my morphine? I like that they also play with how she doesn't like acting with for that thing, the yeah. camera. She's used to an audience and everything. Like, this is the time when, like, stage actors were first beginning to act in front of a camera. And, yeah. everything, and a lot of them didn't like it. Yeah, he, she's like, the, uh, the audience feeds your soul. That thing steals your soul. Something like that. Yep, the whole cast and crew is getting ready to leave to Berlin, and they're going to Hungary, I think? I believe Hungary, um, because everyone's, like, it's all whispers about why they are moving the entire production for, like, one person. They're like, who is this Max Shrek guy? Like, no one, like, people have heard of him, but, like, no one's really seen him and stuff. Yeah, and they're talking about he will only appear to them in full costume and makeup done, yeah. and only at night shoots, because he is a method, pretty much, even though that term didn't exist yet. So it's like Daniel Day-Lewis and Lincoln, of like, he just walks around all day as Lincoln. That's what they're expecting from this vampire guy. Did you see that new Elvis movie? Did you happen to catch that? Not yet. I do want to see it. It was good. But the actor, Austin Butler, who played him, is apparently his voice is now like permanently stuck with the Elvis <laughs> accent. I just saw like he's just oh. stuck talking like Elvis for the rest of his life. That's so horrible. Yeah, like that. <laughs> but um, they all get on a train and... You get this nice speech on the train about moving pictures and how that's going to be uh, the lights of their pictures will play on the faces of people for generations to come. Which, when talking about Nosferatu, I just want to take a step back and talk about the movie Nosferatu. It's incredible that me oh. and you've seen this movie. Yeah. That this movie still talked about today. Like, that it exists. Because one, they try to destroy all the copies of it. But two, just that something from 1920 is still as culturally impactful as it is. I just want to take a sec, step yeah. back and, like, realize that. And it was it was a missing movie from the 20s to the 60s. Yes. They found it in the 60s again. Well, I got Greg on a great joke the other day. I was like, I want to cover London After Midnight. And I made him look it up. And he's like, it's a 
no one could find this movie. It's a lost movie. And we're not going to be the ones to find it. No, we will not. <laughs> but um, they get to the destination and someone in like the catering basket, like, what is this bottle? It's a bottle of blood. Yeah, it's like that and blood. It's like this little picnic thing. And it's immediately like, never mind, never mind. Because FW the entire time is like trying to keep everything hush-hush. Like he's the only one that knows the truth. Yeah. They get to the inn, and I want to compliment this movie, too, on the set design. Yeah. They painstakingly paid attention to detail where all these sets they're on look like the sets from Nosferatu. And it's a great scene because they're all sitting down to dinner. Uh, There's crosses everywhere in this place. So it literally is the village right before the vampire castle. Yes. Like the real one. And they go in, they're like, okay, where have all of our extras are going to play the villagers? They're like, they're right over there. And it's all just the townspeople. They're like, they're not actors. Like, they don't need to act. They just need to exist. Yes, they just need to be there. Um, That night, you see FW delivering a ferret to Max Shrek. Oh, yeah. I I don't like this movie. I told you, I said, pick something else. Poor little ferret. Because I've had ferrets, like, all throughout my life. I love them. But for half a second, you get to see the cute little ferret before it gets eaten. (laughs) Yes. Thankfully, you don't see it get eaten. No. Um, They're shooting the next day. They're waking up at the end scene. And I just love, like... Him directing, because it's a silent movie, so you have to keep quiet. I'll say, like, okay, now wake up, look to your left, grab the book. Like, it was just fun to watch the movie-making side of this, too. And it's like, remember that uh, the townspeople were telling you all about the vampire. That's silly, isn't it? And it's like the silent movie guy, like, way overacting. (laughs) (laughs) But then... This lady walks into the shot who's mad they took down all the crosses. And I love that. She's like, Alvin, a native has wandered into our frame! She's mad that the crosses were taken down. Then they're filming the arrival of the castle, and now meet Count Orlock, and we get our first real shot of Willem Dafoe playing Max Shrek playing Count Orlock. Yes. It's great, because they have, um, I forget who is playing the lead in this, in the Nosferatu, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but he's, like, walking down the corridor, and, like... Gustav. Gustav. And Max Shrek, I'm just, you want to do call him Max Shrek, I guess. That's what I've been, and then we'll okay. get the reveal. Yeah, but yeah, Max Shrek. Yeah. Uh, appears. And immediately, Gustav is, like, terrified. Like, he has, like, pancake white makeup on, but his face went even whiter. Of, like, it almost seems like what they were trying to portray is, like, he was in the presence of death, and he's never been. And that's how he's, like, completely freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. He doesn't want to follow, but he does. The scene's perfect. Like, Gustav, you've done better than you ever have. Everyone's patting him on the back and everything. And they start asking FW, where did they find him? And they're like, I want to talk to him. Tell him such a great job. He goes, just leave the man alone and he will do his job. He doesn't want to be bothered by all these questions and congratulations. Yeah, like he's trying to find a next level of acting. (laughs) Down that hallway that Max Shrek went through, a camera guy is attacked and bitten and he's carried out, like, I guess he doesn't see who attacked him, or else this would be over already. Right. And Orlock watches from the <laughs> shadows of the tower, like, <laughs> <laughs> Which we have to, we might as well get into Willem Dafoe playing Max Shrek, playing Nosferatu, of, he, like, up until this point, when he enters the movie, it's very stuffy, kind of, it seems like a old movie like that. Yeah. Willem Dafoe pops in, and all of a sudden he is, he hasn't been hungry in years, the amount of scenery he chewed in this fucking movie. Of the movie, like, belongs to him. Of, like, his facial expressions. He plays a vampire playing an actor perfectly. Oh yeah, he's doing great. 
Next, he arrives to set for the paper signing scenes, like signing yes. over Carfax Abbey oh, and everything God. like that. <laughs> and this is great because this is his first real acting that he's doing yeah. and everything. And he's so perplexed by it and everything. Like, now read the paper. And he's over reading it, but he keeps staring at it like you. So, I'm like, no, no, the paper, the paper. And then the, the locket scene, he just keeps staring at the locket and taking it and everything. He's obsessed with the locket, which is a picture of Greta in the movie and everything like that. Right. And as we find out, he's been promised Greta, so as soon as he sees her, he's, like, fixated on the locket. And then, like you said, like, he keeps looking up from the paper, and it's like, no! Like, I'm surprised he has any idea what's going on. Yeah. Of, like, because it is uh, put into this that this is a centuries-old vampire. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that Hundreds and hundreds of years. So... I also like when he showed up to set, and they go to put makeup on him, and he's like, no makeup! And then right before they're seated, he's like... I would like some makeup. He goes, well, you don't get any. And he's like, Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's entranced with his locket, and the cameraman who's bit is feeling like really faint here and everything. And yeah, he's like leaning against the camera. Also, it's cool because it's an old school crank camera, which, like you said, I didn't even remember the camera. Nope. I was like, oh yeah, I completely love that scene. Yeah. Um. Later, we get Shrek, like, wherever he's staying during the shoot, like, reading Dracula. Yeah. He's flipping through it and doesn't seem very impressed with it. No, and we uh, come to find out later, he doesn't like it. <laughs> no. And he gets his blood delivery from F.W. Murray, and he's talking about how I feed erratically, and I do what I want, pretty much, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like F.W. Murray, like, trying to wrangle something he has no control of here. Yeah. Like, like he's a vampire. He's weighing over his head, like... At points, FW's sitting there, like, being like, I will, you have to listen to me, or I can, like, hurt you, I can destroy you, and Nosferatu's like, I would love to know how you would hurt me, because I've been trying to do it for years myself. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we get the whole dinner scene with uh, Jonathan and yes. Orlock. I don't remember what Jonathan's name is in this version of Nosferatu, remember. but you know, um, where he slices his thumb and Nosferatu well, like bites the blood and everything, and he actually slices his thumb for real because the director's yelling at him, and then Orlock, Shrek, whatever the fuck we're calling him, just dives at the thumb and starts bleeding, and Gustav breaks character, like, hey, stop it! And like, keep rolling, stay yeah. in character! But then the generators go out for the light, so it's pitch black, and then he bites the cameraman again, who he was feeding on earlier. Yeah. And he, like, passes out. I'm assuming he dies, too. Well, yeah, because I would assume so. Because the last time we saw him, it looked like death. And from what we know about vampires, he's dead. Yes. Uh, it's great, though, because this scene, it's like, um, okay, uh, Orlock, you're just sitting there reading your paper, minding your guest no business. Jonathan, uh, you're sitting there eating. Do you like eating beside this man? Does he creep you out? Do you want to make love to him? It's like throwing out like all this weird shit to him. Like <laughs> His facial expression matches what he's saying. Like, no, he's looking disgusted. It's great. But, but yeah, it's a great, like, okay, yes, you're cutting the bread with the knife towards your finger. Towards your finger, now and... Cutting! It's like, <laughs> you did that on purpose. And then it's, um, Orlock, blood! You see blood! Attack! He's like, nah! <laughs> They call it a day, because, you know, obviously everything that happened. So just Orlock left on set, and he plays with the projector here. Now like, he's making yeah. shadow puppets and everything. He's very, like, intrigued with this new technology and everything. Because, like, most people haven't even seen a projector no. at this point. Let alone, like, a centuries-old vampire. He's also, like, it's so interesting, because of how much I love vampires. It's another reason I love this movie. And I'm glad it turned out good. Um, 
is that like he's completely mesmerized by this yeah because it's also like it's um a video of like the ocean and the sky with the sun it's all this stuff he hasn't seen yeah because he can't go in the daylight hundreds of years then he also does the thing of remember when you were over at my house when I first got my projector and you looked into the lens. Yes. He's just staring into the lens like oh, those lenses <laughs> hurt, dude. I still have a headache from that a few months ago. Yeah, I did that one time too, and I was just like, oh, I see bubbles. <laughs> but FW confronts him about everything, going like, "You leave my cast alone." But he has to go back to Berlin now to get a new photographer <laughs> since this cameraman's dead. It's great because he's like, "You killed the cameraman." Like, you couldn't have eaten the writing girl? Or the script girl? He's, and Orlok's like, uh, yes, the script girl. I will have her next. It's like, no, you won't. I'm telling you what you will and will not have. And he's like, who are you to give me directions? As he goes, he's like, he keeps, like, clicking his fingernails, too. The fingernails, by the way, look exactly like it. They're super long and everything. The costume design's great. Yeah. Next we get... They make a ship on land because Orlock will not sail. I will not sail. He's like, why did you not tell me this at the very beginning? And Orlock's like, nah. <laughs> He's like, um, if you do not sail, it's like, uh, was it? Greta is on an island. He's like, I do I don't need to sail to get to an island. He's like, it's an island. That's the only way to get there. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> But then, yeah, it's like a, a title card pops up of like to great expense to like the production company. They build a replica of the boat at Orlock's castle. Yes. Um, while FW's back in a new cameraman, like the crew's still there and everything. And Max Shrek stumbles upon two drunk producers like sitting there drinking. Oh, this and is so good. He's still in character. and They think he's just method. So they start asking him questions that you would ask a vampire. It's like, yeah. how long have you been a vampire? I don't remember. When did you first become a vampire? It's been too long. I don't remember. <laughs> That's all he's like. Well, what did you think about Dracula? He's like, it made me sad. Why did it make you sad? Because this Dracula, he remembers his glory days. The stranger comes to his house and he makes him food. He sets a table. How would he even remember these things? He remembers his glory days. How do you even go shopping for bread? Yeah. While well, he's chugging schnapps. Yeah, the he grabs time. our schnapps and yeah. is drinking it. And but, but he does a way, great he does a huge slug and he's like the schnapps of yours. <laughs> a bat flies past and he grabs it out of the air and bites it, is drinking the blood and everything. He's a he's drunk vampire. He's got blood all over his mouth. And then he goes to walk away with the bottle, and they grab it back. He was drinking out of those bloody bat mouth. He like, and they're going to keep it? <laughs> he was like, he like all of a sudden turned into a wild animal. Blood's all over his face. He takes like another huge, like few chugs out of this bottle. And then like, he yeah, he tries to go walk away with it, being like, fuck Dracula. And then, yeah, they steal the bottle back from him. And then right before the scene cuts, they do take a swig. And they so, go, what an actor. Like, they're just impressed with him. Yeah, they're like, wow. It's like, uh, immediately, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Uh, right after that, because he's drunk and cranky, he eats a guy that's on the boat set and throws him off the edge. Yes, because he's, he's even in costume at this point. Yeah. I was like, he's like, because the guy's like fucking around with the set, making it nice. And he turns around and like, oh, hello, Mr. Shrek. How are you? What are you doing, sir? But yeah, but this is another one where we were saying, like, I wonder if this one died as he gets thrown off the boat. It's like, oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. The new cameraman arrives 
And I mean, immediately after landing, he throws like the, the <laughs> dirt on his face from flying. Like, okay, let's shoot. Is this is this can loaded? Because so am I. And he starts shooting right away. <laughs> I love that line. And yeah, it's almost like Indiana Jones came into the movie all of a sudden with like his entrance of like the plane lands and he gets out and he takes the goggles off. He has the like blonde hair all slicked back. <laughs> and they're filming the crypt scene next. And the photographer asks him like, well, have you ever read Plato? And he goes, read about him. I knew him. Yeah, almost like get away from me, you peon. <laughs> That's just to show how old he really is. Next we got Vismar. And we get our dramatic, rich, prima donna actress Greta is finally into the picture with everyone else. Yes. Where she shows up, so she, what, she has two dogs. Yes, very uh, cute. A descendant of uh, Cow Potato. Cow Potato is a descendant of them, yes. Yes. Um, and there's something about, like, okay, yeah, we're not going to be filming tonight. And she's like, well, well, give me back my dogs. <laughs> I gotta go do morphine. <laughs> Shrek's talking after me. Goes, she's here, isn't she? The glorious child. <laughs> Yeah, as he's clicking his fingers together like Mr. Burns. <laughs> Dude, and then, this came out in 2000. Mm -hmm. When did Spider-Man come out? Was that 2001? I think it was. I think. Like, the Tobey Maguire spider well, Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. And he has this dialogue with FW that he does again a year later in yeah. Spider-Man. Because it's the, we, we're not so different, you and I. Which is exactly <laughs> what he says to Spider-Man in that movie. It's just funny. At one point, me and Greg are just laughing at... Willem Dafoe's performance, and I'm just like, it's the Green Goblin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, FW's like, you can have her after the death scene, which is the last scene they're gonna shoot. And he goes, this is my picture. This is hardly your picture any longer. Because, well, and this is also, like, FW's last little thing he has over Orlock is... Greta. Uh, Greta, and he wants to be uh, memorialized on film. Of uh, This way he will live forever. Like, he's obsessed with that. I His think legacy, that's yeah. the only reason he's, one of the only reasons he's doing this, other than the hot Greta Morphine girl, is um, to have the everlasting legacy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is where they get in a fight and they kind of choke each other. And as FW's choking Nosferatu, Nosferatu, he's like, just laughing and smiling. And it freaks him out. This is his first time really seeing how strong he is and everything. Yeah, this scene I completely love because the entire time FW feels like he has complete control over the situation. And he's lost it at this point is trying to kill Orlock. And Orlock's just like, this is hilarious. I can't die. <laughs> Next, we cut to uh, Max Shrek creeping around outside of what Greta's room is. And then he hears her screaming and the crew runs into a room and everything. Like, I'm like, oh, did he attack her already? Right. But no, she's having a topless morphine-like wild ride by herself it's like in young frankenstein where she's like rolling the hay rolling the hay <laughs> she's just like having the greatest time of her life she's like laughing hysterically no wonder bella loved the stuff <laughs> next we're in helgoland for the death scene and when they're there they're setting up and everything shrek is about to bite the camera guy and the one producer and he's doing the thing where he creepily runs his hand down the wall and everything and accidentally opens this door that's like this big like garage style door to sunshine and scares him and he runs away he is, he's like eh, and like runs down a corridor <laughs> like i said they definitely this is not a horror comedy but no. the little bits of comedy they get in here are golden well because it is just so much of a fun what would happen if you took a 14th century vampire and dropped him into a 1920s movie hilarity ensues and so the camera guy's like where's our director and they break into his room 
and he's freaking out, like, oh. wrapped up in bed well, and, like, high on morphine and everything yeah. like he's this. also shot morphine at this time there's because everyone was yeah there's crosses etched all throughout the wall because at this point he's terrified of the vampire yeah and they're like he's losing his there is no max shrek and this is where he tells the story we yeah. already touched on earlier this is such a great story and this almost makes the whole even if the rest of the movie sucked i could look at this scene and be like this is a pretty cool like headcanon thing for Nosferatu of like, yeah, I saw the great kings through the centuries in the books and then I was scouting for this movie then I found the person I saw in the books and I made this deal with him and whatnot, but I've lost control. And this is all our crescendo to the end because all they have to film left is the death scene at this point. Yeah. And so here on out, we know what's coming soon. Because uh, Greta walks into the scene and it's the bedroom scene from the end of Nosferatu yes. with the window and everything. And she's like, why is everyone so morbid? It's like someone died. Because everyone else knows at this yeah, point. At this point, yep, that she's going to die here. And yeah. This is a real vampire and all this shit. Because Max, uh, Max Shrek Orlock comes in and, like, unfolds a chair for her, like one of those director's chairs, and puts it down. He's like, yeah. He presents it to her. Because she's <laughs> complaining she didn't have an assistant. And once again, he goes like the, Bleh, and then he's like, Bleh, like he presents it again. <laughs> It's like an Art the Clown thing, how, like, he beckons oh. with his hands a lot, like, silent and yeah. everything. Uh, they're filming the scene, except it's not the scene we know, because she, or, the original plan is she's going to stake him. Yeah. That's not how Nosferatu ended. I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. Change some details in this movie. But it, they actually tie it together so cool. I yeah. like the way they did because I'm like, okay, I guess they're just rewriting history a little bit. Yeah. But when they go to film the scene he walks in front of the mirror and she freaks out because she sees he has no reflection in the mirror and this is also sends orlock into like a rage of he starts like pacing back and forth like a wild animal like huffing and puffing and he's like eh, eh. he like sounds like a rat throughout so much of this movie yeah and they give her morphine to calm her down uh, 1920 oh 1920s yeah. medication hold, hold the actress down and shoot her up full of stuff so she can get the scene done yeah after this we'll schedule her lobotomy yeah this is great <laughs> But they start again, and she dies in the movie here. Like, this is where he bites her neck, and he stays there until morning. You know, the classic ending and all that. Right. Because he's so into it. But he starts biting her for real, and she passes out, and so does he. The others try to leave, but they make this big noise because the gate shuts on him and everything. And Nosferatu, Max Shrek, wakes up. He's like, what are you doing? And everything like well, this. It's great because he's drank so much Greta blood. Which I wonder if this has something, anything to do with the drug blood as well. Because yeah, he probably. passes out. Because he's just like leaning on her with his eyes open snoring. <laughs> but he's like, you're trying to betray me and all this. He gets up. He's all angry. But he gets shot by the cameraman like three times. And he's just like, idiot! <laughs> he snaps his neck right there. Yeah, which it's a hilarious neck snap. Because his eyes do the cross thing. Yes. He's like, oh god. <laughs> he strangles another guy. And... FW's like, back to your mark. He's like, what? He goes, if it's not in frame, it doesn't happen. And I don't get why he's listening to me. Well, B, I think it's the whole thing of uh, the legacy. Of like, I oh. will not release this movie. Like, it's not going to be finished if you don't follow my thing. And it's great because Nos, uh, Orlock thinks he's like in control at this point completely. Because he's killed the entire crew, except for FW, who's behind the camera cranking. And as he says this, he turns the camera away from Orlock to the bed. So Orlock has to do what he says. Yep. And then you get the classic shadow shot. If you 
you get the classic shadow shot where it's Orlok's hand going over her body and like oh. and like making the fist, and then he bites again and staying there biting and. This goes on forever. Yeah. He's just cranking that camera forever. But finally, people open up the door behind. Sunlight comes in because Nosfer Orlock walks right up to the camera, moves it aside right as the sunlight hits him, and he dies. Well, I, I forgot, too, like, when all this is going on, I forget if it's... I think all the crew is still alive when this part happens. But he's like, you're dead! You're dying, you scumbag piece of yes. shit! You motherfucker! Die, you piece of shit! Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> like, screaming at him. And I love when he dies, though. The director just goes, thank you. I think we have it. Yeah. Like, you just wrap it up, and then credits, that's the movie. All these other, like, I guess, film people came in. They find a room full of bodies, and the director with the camera still going. Yeah. Just like, we've got it. It's like, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so that was Shadow of the Vampire. It's really great. There's also, like, another, I remember a part where FW's talking about, like, they're telling him how everyone's on edge. He's like, good. I like them like that. Reminded me almost like a Alfred Hitchcock type thing. Yeah, or a Kubrick or something like that. Because they do that throughout the movie of, like, they terrify these actors. Because the new camera guy shows up, almost immediately just shoots, starts shooting his gun in front of all the native people that are yeah, there. Yeah, freak him out. Yeah, the babies are crying, like, the old women are cussing them, like... <laughs> So yeah, uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Fun time. I'm glad yeah. you picked this one. So am I. I'm so glad we finally got to do it. Do you see now why I wanted to do it in person? Because so many times, there's a ton of stuff I probably missed because I was laughing so hard. Yeah, it was a fun <laughs> one to watch in person. Yeah, but we only have one more Nosferatu movie to do now. The original? The original. Yeah, probably not. At some point, we'll figure something out for it. <laughs> Alright, you ready for Count of the Dead? Let's, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Alright, this is Robin Count of the Dead. We're tallying up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Shadow of the Vampire? Six? You got it. Well done. Awesome. Well, that's great. Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. I come with that thing right now. Okay, I got it. Okay. So, to step into the role of Max Shrek Nosferatu, it's some fucking huge shoes to do. Yeah. No matter if you like, love or hate Nosferatu, it's a classic. Yeah, definitely. No one could deny that, I don't think. So, I'm going to do actors who would play Nosferatu. Okay. So, a number one version of an actor that would play Nosferatu, the worst version of an actor that would play Nosferatu. Ooh, okay. Pee Wee Herman. No. <laughs> no, as Pee Wee Herman. Even then, that'd be I'd be into it. No, well, that's going to be an hour and a half of that, and they're doing the classic, like, shadow stuff. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think I'd love it, but okay. And number 10, just because, I don't know, I think Willem Dafoe did an amazing job, so I'm going to put him as a 10. Okay. Because we don't, I would also say, like, Nicolas Cage would be an interesting one as a Nost Orlock, because I know we're getting a Dracula of him. But I wonder if those rumors are about Willem Dafoe playing him in that Robert Eggers movies or movies true or not. That's they've been around. That rumor's been around for so many years. But I would love to believe it. It seems like the casting is like getting official now and everything. Yeah. So we'll see. And I think Eggers would be great for Nosferatu. Yeah, I'd be interested. But I know he's going to do a stupid time accurate accent oh, yeah. the whole time. I have to watch it with subtitles. Um, I'm going to give Shadow of the Vampire. Eight, 
actors who would play Nosferatu out of 10. It's a really great movie. Like I said, I've been wanting to watch it since like middle school or high school. Finally getting able to be able to see it. And it's been so hyped up in my head. I'm so happy it actually turned out well. Willem Dafoe choose the scenery and the whole movie. It's worth it for him alone. Yeah, I went very close. I went seven actors who play Nosferatu. Okay. Pretty much everything you said. Good. Okay, I'm, I'm happy that you liked it. Yeah, I did. It was really fun. See, so all these vampire movies have worked out. Yeah. Okay, we're taking a break from vampires to Renfield. No, we're doing Near Dark after I do want to do Near Dark. Here's the thing. I wanted to pick Near Dark for months, but I'm like, well, we just did a vampire movie a month or two ago. And then it's like right where I'm about to pick it. You're like, here's five vampire movies. We're like, fine, I have to pick not vampire movies so we have something else. You could have picked it. No! <laughs> no! But unless you have anything else, man. No, that's all I got. Uh, we'll have a special extra episode this week coming out too, even though you got two today. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we'll have a Valentine's Day special for you. That's all we'll say. Ooh. Hope there's a lot of cum talk. <laughs> of course there will be. Um, but we hope that Shadow of the Vampires left your brain throbbing with horror. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great.